0: So, Pinterest just sent me a notification that says, if you liked Kitchen, you might love Cock.
1: <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Let's Rewatch, the show where we watch movies we loved in our youth and we see if they're actually still any good. I'm Nick. I'm Brett.
0: I'm Sam. And I'm Ash.
1: I don't think Sam wants to do this podcast.
0: I want to do it. I want to do it. I'm so excited.
1: (laughs) So, yes, this is our much long-awaited, much-anticipated, we're going to be talking about Mean Girls from 2004. And I think there's some anticipation among some of the people Mm -hmm. here.
0: Guys, I have been abstaining from watching this movie since we started the podcast.
2: And listeners of the podcast... I've heard that every episode for the past year.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It was my go-to movie. I would watch it, like, every year at least.
1: Okay. So. That's what I was going to ask. Like, what have you been sacrificing here? Yeah. You've been missing out on an annual viewing of this.
0: Uh, Pretty dang close, yeah.
1: Well, I guess now we're going to break the seal, and then you can watch it whenever you want.
0: That's true. Yep.
1: (laughs) So, this is, yeah, Mean Girls from 2004, directed by a guy named Mark Waters, Who, I guess he's just kind of done movies like this. You know, the year before he did Mean Girls, he directed Freaky Friday. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he went on to do Ghosts of Girlfriends Past and Mr. Popper's Penguins. So, you know, seems like he's the kind of guy who does those romantic comedy sort of... I don't know, like high school type stuff, but maybe a little bit. Was Mr. Popper's Penguins a rom-com? I think it was a very lighthearted comedy. (laughs) Although I haven't seen it, I can't say for sure. You
0: know they added a love interest.
1: One of the penguins?
0: Actually, good point. Yeah, I'm sure.
1: I saw the poster for it, and I couldn't help but thinking of the scene in Ace Ventura when he literally has penguins in his apartment. (laughs) And I I just want to think that that whole movie is an expansion of that scene.
3: I just keep thinking about the penguin scene from Parks and Rec where she marries the oh gay my penguins. god it's yes. so good.
1: It was not a gay penguin wedding, it was just a penguin wedding. <laughs> yeah.
0: Cuz it was cute, okay?
1: So while we may not know Mark Waters that intimately, I think the the big sell here for most people is probably mm-hmm. Tina Fey. This is a movie written by Tina Fey based on the book by Rosalind Wiseman. And yeah, I think this was Tina Fey's first Feature film. She had been the lead writer at Saturday Night Live from 1999 to 2006. And and would I be accurate in saying that? Like, that's the draw here? That this is the Tina Fey movie? Well,
3: yeah. I mean, yes, because it's written by her. But she herself doesn't play a very big role in the movie.
2: And was this also, Mm -hmm. like, I, I don't know my timeline on the low hands, uh, but is this before the big crash and burn? Yes. Yeah, this is when people yeah.
1: still like Lindsay Lohan too. People who love the movie now, and Sam, I guess you're you're the representative here. I don't think the people who love the movie now love it because of Lindsay Lohan.
0: No, I I love it for the goth girl and her gay friend Lizzie Chapman. They're my
3: favorite.
1: Okay,
0: yeah, yeah. Or, I can't remember their names. Yeah, and and I okay. love it for the writing. Like it's just. It's over the top, but still holds so much truth to everyone that I hated in high school. You know? <laughs> wow.
3: It's true. Well, it's, like, it's such a authentic telling of the girl high school experience, I think,
0: in a funny yeah.
3: way. You know? Yeah.
0: And even, like, even if your high school experience wasn't that terrible and tumultuous, like, there are still little grains of truth that you can identify with. Yeah. Like, they've very accurately set up different cliques in the movie, you know, mm-hmm. like...
3: Just like... The uh, nerds. 10 ch- Things I Hate About You, they did the same thing yeah. with clicks cliques, too. Yep.
1: Yeah, I can't help but wondering if this is your equivalent to what Fast Times at Ridgemont High is to me. Prob-
3: possibly, Probably, yeah. I think... I mean, does Fast Times of Ridgemont High really speak to being a male in in high school? Because this film particularly, I feel like, really focuses on, like, they even call it Girl World. And, like, it's a thing that, like, all girls knew about, but no one had ever, like, expressed into popular culture before. So, I don't know. Okay. Is, is there something yeah. equivalent to that in
1: there? Well, Fast Times, I don't think, really focuses on gender. It does have very heavy stuff for both males and females. Mm. I think it's a a broader mm-hmm. picture. Um, I, Jennifer Jason Leigh's story is very much, I think, a heavy experience that a lot of women experience. But I don't think the movie is particularly focused on mm. any gender. mm <laughs> And, and if, you may, if you haven't already guessed, I, I have seen this movie, but I really, really don't remember it. Oh. So I can't, I can't do a lot of comparison to this and other films. What's strange is the things that I do remember are Tina Fey and Tim Meadows, and I don't really remember the teenage girls as much.
0: Oh. Do, do you remember the girl's mom?
1: <laughs> well, I'm guessing it's either Amy Poehler or Rachel Dretch.
0: Yeah, it, it's Amy Poehler.
1: Yeah. Okay, yeah. actually, I'm not sure if Rachel Dratch is in this. I guess I just kind of assume
0: she is of the, the club.
1: Usually, when it's an Amy Poehler or Tina Fey thing, and somebody talks about the surprise female cameo, then it's Rachel Dratch.
3: I I can't place her face. She's okay. kind of gosh. She's the thing is is she's never been like a lead. I don't think she's yeah. always like she plays like the weird character that just pops in in, in
2: Tina Fey stuff. Yeah,
3: in Tina like, Fey in stuff <laughs> particularly, but also SNL because she came from SNL. They all all three of them were on it's SNL like, together. Uh,
2: what is it? Rob Schneider and Adam Sandler
1: movies for the exactly time.
3: same thing. Yes, mm-hmm.
1: that's a really yeah, good comparison. That's,
3: that's perfect.
1: Yeah, and the the awesome Rachel Dratch cameo I th- always think of is the uh the nanny in Parks and Rec. Mm,
3: yeah, or uh
1: and she's kind of a surprise She's and in 30
3: it. Rock as well, but she just plays yes. this like weird I don't even remember what her character oh, is.
0: Oh, I know who. Yeah, yeah. She Yes, I know who she is. Okay.
3: Yeah, like if you saw her face you'd probably
0: recognize her, but she has kind of like straw strawy hair. Uh-huh. Like, little frizzy. Yeah, it's... it's, And she always plays kind of a kooky character that's very confused and wide-eyed. She she Mm -hmm. does that well. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I feel like it's her and Tina Fey and Amy Poehler and, like, you know, secret... Like, she seems like the one who's, like, secretly maybe the most creative
1: one, but just can't rein it in.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Or just, like, the funniest, but But, can't rein it in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But she may very likely not even be in this movie, so... I
3: don't think she is. But, uh... Can't remember... Now I'm picturing her in it, and I think it's a false memory.
1: Yeah, I,
2: I just <laughs>
3: checked. She's not. But Rachel McAdams okay. is. Okay. Yeah, who's also
2: awesome.
1: And so this came out the same year as the notebook, 2004. Uh, really? So I think this would be That's crazy. either this or the notebook would be the world's introduction to Rachel mm. McAdams.
0: Yeah, I always thought I the notebook came first. Yeah, I always did too. Well,
1: and it certainly may have because this came out in April. And and I don't know what month, uh, the notebook mm. came out. Yeah, but it was probably the same, yeah. February. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess that would be a good target for it, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. I always
2: forget that Rachel McAdams is a person, and I always think it's Rachel Adams.
3: Oh, I do too. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you there.
1: Now this would have been post Parent Trap, Lindsay Lohan, post Freaky Friday, mm-hmm. um, but right before Herbie.
3: Really? Because oh. it was kind of yeah, after Herbie, was
1: Herbie that it
3: all started to go downhill, right? Yeah, Herbie was the first downhill.
2: Well, that was the one where there. she got
1: all the bad press for being, like, awful
2: during filming.
0: Oh, oh. I don't remember.
1: I was trying to place it, you know, because I know she had this huge downfall. But I remember there being a a huge chunk of time where she was this, you know, extremely adorable, very popular lead. Yeah. But... I thought there was more. You know, Parent Trap and Freaky Friday and this. Is that the whole story? Uh, no. It I'm pretty be sure. Uh, Doesn't it seem like there should be more? You want, yeah. You, you, you like, want to feel like minute? there's more.
0: Yeah. Didn't she yeah. have, like, an album or something come out?
1: Oh, see, that's a thing I wouldn't have found on IMDb. She did do a Disney, like, World of Disney thing, but I don't know how significant that was.
3: She, it's easy to get her yeah. and that other girl confused, too. Amanda Bynes? No, um...
1: Uh, I feel like there's somebody on the fringe who, when you say it, I'll know exactly what you're talking about, but I can't uh, I can't place it.
3: Lizzie McGuire, yeah, the Lizzie McGuire chick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it's because like it felt like it was like they could have easily been the same person, and Lizzie McGuire was like the normal timeline, and Lindsay Lohan Ye- is the darkest timeline of that. Yes, <laughs> you know, and, and you know why you think that and you have that association
0: Why? i'm pretty sure it's because of robot chicken season one they did a highlander spoof of yeah. there can be only one between lizzie mcguire and Lindsay lohan oh
1: i remember that
0: where they're trying to behead each other hillary
3: duff hillary duff is her name hillary duff and she you. had the album
1: lizzie mcguire is not this person's no, name no <laughs> yeah and <laughs> it might as well it's
3: hillary duff who had yeah. the the musical albums so, okay. Oh, okay. I think sound, that's right? yep. where it's, oh no,
2: Roomba, no. Every time. Every well, fucking time, Ash.
1: <laughs> <laughs> And so there is another pretty big actress who I think we're introduced to in this movie. So this might be Amanda Seafried's first movie.
0: Uh, Who's that? Really? Yeah, I think you're right. Because then right? she went on to do... Um, Les Mis, and
3: what else has she been in? She got big.
1: Um Yeah, this is the first one. She was in All My Children before it, but
3: this is her Ooh. first movie. Um, it's also Lizzie Chap yeah. Chaplin's first movie. Kaplan. Chaplin?
0: Yeah. Who, wait, who? Oh, the um the friend,
3: the Goth friend. Yeah, this was yeah. her first movie as well. It's kind of brought her up.
1: That's weird. I'm I'm flipping through. Um, Amanda Seafried and not seeing like I know there's stuff that I'm missing. Wasn't she in Mama Mia?
0: Yes. Oh yeah, she's she's yeah. the daughter.
1: Okay. Yeah, there it is. So yeah, Mama Mia. I guess she was on Veronica Mars. Hmm. Um, Million Ways to Die in the West, which I loved, and nobody else did.
0: <laughs> I think my dad um, liked it.
2: <clears throat> it was on TV for, uh, around Christmas, mm-hmm. and and it came on, and they it was. I'm pretty sure there's there's at least one song in there that is not a winner uh, because that is the one that was playing, and we were just like no, and just turned it off. <laughs> but I don't remember. What Mamma Mia? No, no. Or... In the, the what was that? A thousand ways to die. Yeah. A Million a ways, to ways to die. die? That, that
1: I don't remember that having. Yeah, songs. I don't
3: think it's a musical, is it?
1: I I, I could be wrong because
3: I I like thought it was the like bar fight.
1: Seth MacFarlane. Maybe. I mean, Seth MacFarlane has, like, he loves musicals, so maybe I'm just not remembering something.
3: Nick getting something about the music in a movie wrong? What? <laughs> right. Oh, sorry, Nick.
1: <laughs> oh, by the way, I'd never heard of it. Just popped up on the Apple TV. There's a movie called Hearts Beat yep. Loud. Oh! With um, Nick Offer. Yeah, I literally I was just that.
3: telling Brett about that movie. Oh, yeah, did you really see it? Cute.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying it's like... It's not like a crazy, crazy good movie. It was just a good little indie movie. But the music has stuck with me. I, I can't stop listening yeah, the to it. Yeah, the music's
3: cool. really good. And I was really bummed because I was like, is, is this a real band? And I looked it up and it's a composer who only has one yeah. real album. And like Aww. part of the album is the song's... Like original versions of oh. those songs, and I was like, "Oh man!"
1: But I think the actress who played the daughter really was singing in these versions. Yeah. Oh, so I think there's, I mean, there's something to it. But yeah, that movie yeah. looked real cute. It was at the yeah. uh, the independent theater for a little
2: while, and yep. I never got around to seeing it.
3: Movie Pass kept advertising it at
0: Fucking me. Movie
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that you told me for the longest time that I should sign up for Movie Pass, and I was like, I don't know. This doesn't sound like a long-lasting Yo, thing.
2: M- movie pass was fucking yeah, dope for it, the longest. Yeah.
0: Time. It was Ash even I saw,
2: I saw a, mo- a movie like every fucking day for several weeks. Well, that's like, great. Yeah, for someone
3: like you who can see a movie every day, but I can't. It, but <laughs> Ash, even for me, where I
0: only saw a movie like once every other month, I still broke even. Because movie tickets were sixteen bucks,
2: but we, we tried to go and see something the other night, and uh oh
0: yeah, it was I was fucking a, a nightmare. And we both
2: had our phone out, and I was like, "All right, reserve ticket and then it was like, ticket not available for Sam, and I was like, What mm-hmm. the fuck is this?" And so we ended up seeing something else, so yeah. anyway, movie pass, you're dead to me
3: I think they're dead to <laughs> everyone, yeah, I think they're just dead. <laughs>
1: I just, you know, if if I want a thing, I'll go and I'll pay for the thing. We don't need to bring in complex relationships into it. I don't need a loyalty card. I don't need to join your co-op. Can I just give you money and you give me the I thing? I feel
2: like it's one yeah. of those things that we all knew what was going on. Like, oh, that's hella dumb. I'm going to take their money. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it did get us to see movies that we otherwise never would have seen.
2: Oh, yeah, like that Indian one that was real cool. Oh, I, you didn't see that one.
0: I did not. Brett saw it, Pat, though. Pat,
2: Pat, 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 <laughs> chicken wasn't
1: available for her. So I guess the thing to do here is, uh, Sam, wh- why is this so important to you? What's so What's so exciting about this movie? Okay. Okay. It, All right.
0: it, it's not, don't get me wrong, it's not like a cinematic masterpiece. If you're expecting, like, a Kubrick out of this movie, <laughs> you're going to be very disappointed. But there's something just incredibly charming about how all the characters are written and the balance of comedy and heart. And it's truly just a really fun, entertaining story that is just surprisingly relatable. Mm -hmm. I I think relatable in terms of like high school experience and relatable in terms of like trying to win the affection of the people that you liked in high school and uh, whether that be romantic or friendships and just like self-doubt you know like there's a lot of self-doubt in this movie and the way that it addresses that is really heartfelt and really like interesting that i haven't seen any movies do before you know like the kind of typical high school chick flick movie is like oh there's the girl that bullies you and then you like get revenge by pulling a prank on her and like that's not how this goes Mm -hmm. you know and it it kind of starts that way but it flips and that that flip and the way it ends is what sells the movie for me.
3: It's it's really a coming okay. of age story. You know, yeah. it's all it's all about being a girl in that weird time period where you're a tween going on being, you know, like or just a teenager going on being a young woman and trying to figure mm-hmm. out what that means and where you fit in the world and who you are. And I think that's why there's such, you know, I think that's why there's cliques in high school is because people are really trying to figure out who they are. Yeah. a lot of times it's through somewhat extreme clothing choices, you know, whether it's goth or prep or whatever, or like
2: at that, you know, <laughs> <Goth>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: shut up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's mocking both of us, Ash. It's okay. Yeah. I think that's probably why Sam and I also really relate to this movie, because uh, we were the little goth kids in in uh, high school. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, and clearly Sam is just beaming about this movie, but Ash, you're super excited about it oh, as yeah. well. Oh, yeah. I think if Sam weren't here, you would be like the the shining star excited. Oh yeah, about this I one. I
3: think I mean I was trying to remember who suggested it first, but I I think we've both been talking about wanting to do this film for a long time. Totally. But uh, yeah, I think you know I'm a huge uh, Tina Fey fan, and I feel like the film is written incredibly well and incredibly mm-hmm. truthfully and heartfelt. You know, Lee, heartfelt Lee. (laughs) Um, And yeah, it just, it really brings true to uh, the experience of being a girl in high school and dealing with girl world, how, you know, how they explain it in the movie and, and dealing with like, I think also outgrowing friends and then realizing that maybe, you made the mistake you know of outgrowing them in some ways, but I definitely totally, yeah, I definitely struggled with that, where it's like you know you you move on, you try to grow and move on from one click, but because things were so clicky in high school, you like lose all those friends, um so yeah, it was great, and it's just incredibly funny, this movie is hysterical, yeah, like. And not only is uh Amy Pollard, of course, hilarious in this film, but like there's just I think I would argue that Lindsay Lohan is hilarious in this film. Lizzie Chap Chappin Chaplin? <laughs> Kaplan, Kaplan is hilarious in this film. Uh you know, it, it's it uh, and Damien? God, what is what is that guy's name? Oh oh the friend. Yeah. He's hilarious. What is his yep. Daniel Friends? Oh, I cannot say his last name. Franzese? Franzese. Franzisi. Um. Don't but yeah, I feel it. like, you know, if you were a girl who grew up in high school around the time we did, you had that one gay friend. You probably had some goth friends. <laughs> you know, there were the popular yep. girls that didn't talk to anyone. Like, I actually really... uh Enjoyed the fact that halfway through high school, I went to a different high school because my second high school was very different from that one. And I got to get away from that. You are so lucky. Yeah. But. Like, I
0: remember, like, so I was really involved in, like, the Gay-Straight Alliance in high school. Oh, that's
3: right. I remember that.
0: Yeah. I was the president of the club. And because of that, I was in the leadership club. And I was, like, the weird pro-gay goth kid amongst all of the preppy shitholes. And I remember that they did not fucking change. And it was the saddest thing. I ran into one of them at Disneyland when I was in college. And I, like, tried to wave hi and say hi to them. And they ignored me and pretended like they didn't know me. Yeah, And I, I think, like... This movie kind of is so important because it points out how crazy and stupid those people are Mm -hmm. and how, like, immature they are. And it really, like, as a kid watching it gave a lot of confidence to me being like, no, you are doing the right thing, even though it's not popular. Like, being nice to people is the right thing to do. Yeah,
3: I feel like that's also so timely right now. And that we're seeing this huge change because like a huge theme of the film is like, ladies, why are you being awful to each other? You know, like it really, it really was like this competition among women. And I still feel it, you know, between other women sometimes and myself, like that just doesn't need to be there. And I think we're at this time Where women are starting to support other women with, like, the Me Too movement in a way that, quite honestly, was not really, like, there before, you know, as a social thing. And not
0: not just in support of tragedy either, but, like, in support of success. Mm -hmm. Like, we are seeing a cultural shift of women celebrating other women's success instead of looking at it from a point of jealousy of like, Oh, she succeeded. It could have been me. Mm -hmm. And and now there's this whole attitude of like, if we support each other, we all can be successful.
3: And that's really the message of this film. I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Brett, I I almost feel like (laughs) you and I, don't really have much to say. and Like, maybe you and I should have gone yeah, first. Yeah. yeah, Now let's well, let
3: the men talk. Unless
1: you're going to come out... <laughs> well, uh, let me Unless say. you're going to come out as passionate about it as they do. Uh,
2: nothing makes me feel like I'm living in guy world more than this conversation. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Bre- Bre-
2: you and I should just go watch Bill and Ted, because and then they can watch me. Being Girls. Being with Sam for so long, I have seen this movie several times, and I... Also remember the thing
1: about
0: oh you dick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's so weird cuz it is very well respected and it's it's everybody knows, you know, acknowledges that this is a great movie and Tina Fey is so unquestionable but I don't really
2: remember. Well, it's, it's weird. It's funny because I, I what I do remember is that it's hilarious, and we always love watching it. I just it's I just don't remember what what's what goes on in this. That's
3: so funny because I <laughs> yeah. feel like this movie is so quotable. Like I'm always saying, "Oh you yeah, go Glenn Coco," and like usually no one knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I keep I always want to say, "Stop trying to make fetch yes.
0: happen." That's
2: the only thing good. I have, and, really.
1: That's a good one. Yeah, I just I really don't want to. Do that gross oversimplification and saying that this is a movie that appeals to women and not men. Oh no! I, I, it can't possibly but be. I that. think
2: it's. I think Sam and Ash really hit it in in that it taps into uh, an experience mm-hmm. that you yeah. and I okay. have probably never really had.
0: Yeah. In the same way that I can watch like fifty Marvel superhero movies and be like, I don't remember what happened. Like he's a dude punching people. Like who gives a fuck. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like, like, well, let me tell you why you should give a
0: fuck. I mean, I, I do give them, fuck, but also, like, they kind of blur together.
2: Is that's uh, Nick yeah. Nick holding up a finger dot JPEG? Like, I I need that. Yeah. Well, well, let me tell you. Yeah,
3: I feel like uh, Orange is the New Black is another show that's kind of like this, where I tell people like I think both men and women can enjoy it, but Orange is the New Black also really speaks to the experience of being a woman specifically that I think women are going to appreciate more than men are.
2: Yeah. I I mean, it's, I think that's totally the core of, of, of what this Mm -hmm. is, is like, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be an enjoyable experience watching it again, just because I, I remember enjoying it in the past. Uh, but you know, it's, I guess we were just having this conversation last night about, uh, were, we're watching, the Legend of Korra, all the Avatar fi- fi- fighting animes. I like fighting animes, and uh, and so I, uh, Sam's like, "What happened? What, what is this thing about?" And I was like, this, "You don't remember that from like three seasons ago?" And she's like, yeah. "No, what?"
0: <laughs> yeah. So Brett has like a perfect recollection. Of, of the like original minor side
2: characters that were in yes. one episode, and like from, you remember
0: that thing from the original Avatar series. We're not talking from season one of Legend of Korra. I, mean, I
2: haven't watched that since college.
0: Since college, which is like
2: ten years ago. Anyway, not sure what that has to do with it's it was, it's the the pa- the passion thing. Like it's a thing that gotcha. I'm really into that stuff. Yeah, it just means that you are really into that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, and Sam is clearly less so, and it's it's easy, I think, to be into things with a um,
3: with violence. Like a does easy, that mean- <laughs> no, 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 no. Th-
2: things that like identify with the, the 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 female experience when that is such a lacking narrative in a lot of modern media. So you know, when when you actually see something that
1: speaks to you, I mean, you remember it. So well. I would say one of one of many, but one of the great things that movies do when they're working right is give you a window into the experience of other people. Yeah, and and if that's what this is about, then I'm definitely looking forward to it. It's a lens that I've you never know, watched it with before. So
0: yeah, yeah, I I would say the last time we watched this movie together, the world was in a very different place, and mm. I would say that feminism is very different yeah, (laughs) and it's much more acceptable now and it's much more of a thing to be prideful about. So I think just having that modern lens will make this movie that much more enjoyable. Mm
1: -hmm. You know, speaking of Tina Fey and feminism, um, are are you guys, have you seen the most recent season of Kimmy Schmidt? I've
3: seen about half of it, I think.
1: Bobby Moynihan's character in the most recent season is this beautiful expression of feminism it is so funny and so sharp and so satirical what what he's doing and what i assume Tina Fey is writing for him is so fucking brilliant he's playing that character of like defending men in in a world <laughs> where women are prosecuting men
0: oh like that it's episode of star so trek
1: good uh, I don't remember that. was just watching the data gets goes to court episode.
0: No, that's that's not the 100%. one I'm talking about. I'm talking about the one where they go to the planet and it's a women matriarch oh, and yeah. the men are all the slaves and they're like, "This is oh, so wrong." One. <sighs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Nick, even Nick rolled his eyes at
1: season one.
0: I skipped over season one. I'm not gonna lie. I just started <laughs> yeah. rewatching that, it. Season
1: two. It's a rough year. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, if if nothing else, I'm excited about this because Tina Fey. Um, yeah. She's, she's clearly one of the greats, and, you know, her TV series that she's done, I've loved. Her time in Saturday Night Live was brilliant, and I can't see not loving this.
0: Good. I hope you're not disappointed, and I'm glad I don't have to sit there watching it right next to you, because I would be on edge. <laughs> I really want you all to love this. So...
1: So yeah, any any other expectations that anybody wants to express you know, before we
2: dive that into that conversation it? Ha- was was a good conversation and got really serious there for a second, and so I totally forgot about that. Sam was said we shouldn't expect a Kubrick thing, and uh, God, oh no, in my head now forever is going to be Hal being like, I, like I can't let you do that, Dave. I'm not. He's following doing what you're like about. A the Valley, Valley Girl, Girl accent. Day, uh,
1: Hal Nine Thousand. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you said I can't do that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I just, I'm imagining Kubrick literally popping up on screen the way Werner Herzog popped up on screen in Parks and Rec. I just, that would be, that would be fantastic.
3: I mean, you say it's not Kubrick level, but I mean, it's, I think when you, you know, obviously a comedy isn't going to be shot like a Kubrick film. But I, I think that this film is shot incredibly well and that they, uh. They do some interesting juxtapositions throughout it that um, I think are really good filmmaking, personally.
2: Is, okay. is Tina Fey the Kubrick of comedy writing? <laughs> Maybe. I,
0: I, I never watched this movie with, like, a cinematography lens mm-hmm. or, or, like, a really analytical lens.
3: Yeah. So I, I'm excited and nervous to that I'm just to thinking that the, like— tonight the like africa jungle stuff is like really interesting you know it's oh, an yeah. like, interesting good filmmaking choice well
1: can i answer brett's stupid question <laughs> with an interesting answer yes Ooh. well I, I the way that kubrick is an absolute genius with the visual camera work of filmmaking Maybe Tina Fey is an equal genius for comedy writing.
0: Yeah, I mean...
1: And I don't think that's a weird or unfair thing to say.
0: That's a valid point. Like, in order to be a comedian, you have to be really observant and you have to understand people so that you can kind of spin truths on their head to make them funny. And
3: Mm -hmm. I think she's really good at that. Yeah, I mean, the, the whole thing about comedy is exposing a truth that's inherently hilarious, you know?
0: Yeah. Or or that's like something that you just expected or like Mm -hmm. accepted, you know, as a truth and you don't realize how absurd it is. And I think that's why Ash and I both really like this movie is like, it was a, a reality of ours that we just accepted. And now that we're older, we can laugh at how ridiculous it is and appreciate how far we've come yeah
1: i think we've we've set it up enough (laughs) (laughs) we've we've definitely got some strong opinions here um so yeah let's let's dive in and watch the thing i'm i'm excited to see Uh, it yeah yeah so we're going to pause recording we're gonna watch mean girls and when we get back we're gonna see if it's still any good
3: Milkshake breaks all the boys in the yard. <laughs> they're, they're like, like it's, it's better, better than, than yours. Damn right, it's better than yours. I can teach you, but I have to charge.
1: Well.
2: Yeah.
0: I thought you were going to sing the weird transitional song with that like plucky guitar. I
2: really want the Shatner reading of Milkshake.
0: Uh, performance. you please. Did you ever see my, Ian's thing of my Anaconda? My Milkshake.
2: Brings all the boys to the yard.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Damn right. (laughs) It's better than yours. Oh, boy. What would the... um... Crap, what's his name? The guy from Jurassic Park. What would his be? Which guy?
2: Uh, uh, There's
1: uh, a lot of guys. Thank you. Oh, Goldblum?
3: (laughs) Goldblum, Goldblum, thank you.
1: I mean, um, uh, 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 He's he's pretty easy. He's pretty easy. Did you see his Hot Wings
2: thing? No. No. Oh, man. Um, Check out his Hot ones interview. Uh, It's pretty good, and it gets a little creepy.
3: Oh, is that that web show? The YouTube show?
2: Yeah, celebrities eat
1: Hot Wings and and answer questions. So it's like, what is that YouTube show where they eat spicy things and talk about video games? Yeah. It's like, that's been done. (laughs) Yeah, this is, like, the pinnacle of of YouTube. Like, it, the, this is what it was all leading to. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it is a YouTube show. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what do you think about Mean Girls? All right. So uh, that's very hard. See you next uh, week. Thanks for, for listening. We're waiting for
3: <laughs>
0: Sam. I
3: can't talk first. You know I
0: love it. Yeah.
3: I mean, I'll talk first if you want. I think it's still great. It definitely, I will say, uh... It's you know it's definitely a teen girl movie. You yeah, know? it's like not... I said, not a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there's there's some really good storytelling and filmmaking that I I think goes on in this film. Like, did you guys notice that the bus is foreshadowed several times? Oh yeah, I yeah. noticed that,
0: and I don't think Brett did because he remembered nothing. But <laughs> <laughs> when Regina got hit, Brett was like, "What?" What's going on? What do you? I was it was
2: was through like tears of laughter though. You're
3: like murder? What? I was
0: just laughing. I was like,
2: "What's going on?" It's so (laughs) good. I
1: I recently saw a movie that I'm not going to spoil. Where seeing somebody get hit by a bus like that is not (laughs) it's not what that movie intends, and it's Mm. it's still a bummer seeing that.
3: Hmm. I don't even know how to comment on what you just yeah. said because it was so coded. Like, I just don't even know when, when what you've, you said.
1: When you've seen the get hit by a bus played seriously and then you see it as a joke, it's like, oh. Whoa. I was just crying about that.
0: That's an yeah. unfortunate movie yeah. viewing sequence of events there.
3: Yeah, because it's fucking hilarious in this movie. And I love when the three at the end get hit too, and then she's like, just yeah. kidding.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is this the movie that started that cuz this that was a thing for a little while like everybody kept hitting people with cars and like quote unquote unexpectedly as they crossed the the sidewalk and uh, uh, it became a thing where like every time someone stepped in the street
1: they were going to get hit by a car. Oh yeah, I can't see a character stand still in a in a crosswalk for any moment of time. It's like when you see people in a movie driving and the driver just keeps turning and looking at the person they're talking to.
3: Uh-huh. Stop that!
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, there's Freaks there's a
3: very specific angle. It's when you see it in films when they cut from the perspective of the person in the passenger seat looking at the driver, and then you get that shock value of the car coming from the driver's side and hitting the car. That yeah. that angle I've seen played multiple times.
1: I I've seen that angle and like just you know clenched up waiting for it yeah and it doesn't happen mm-hmm. and then find myself thinking well don't shoot it like that yeah,
3: exactly what we've been trained to think that that angle means you're yeah. going to get hit by a bus yeah. but yeah i i really liked the foreshadowing in the beginning and then again in the middle she says this one hit me like a big yellow school bus and i was like oh yeah. wow um, yeah and then there's another scene where she's walking and there's big yellow school buses in the background. So it's like three times they kind of foreshadowed it, which was pretty interesting. I never noticed that before in the past. I also never got the Girls Gone Wild joke.
1: Oh, God. Until this that time around. That was pretty around. great. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was like, actually, oh, was wow. you're There were two Girls Gone Wild jokes. The one I'm that, talking. Oh, what are you talking that, about? one that I loved was the, the little sister oh, watching God. it on. TV. Oh, yeah.
3: No, that's hilarious. That's I've always hilarious. loved the little sister thing. No, I never got the joke when the pr- principal's, um, like, assistant busts okay. in and she g- <laughs> yeah, says, the, the girls, girls have gone have wild. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So totally I totally missed that.
1: There, there's something you said a moment ago, whether it was intentional or not, it almost sounded like you were saying, uh, sure, it's a teen girl movie, but... Mm-hmm. and. It, it, it kind of reminds me of, like, people say, you know, oh, it's a dumb action movie, but then mm. Die Hard is a brilliant movie, don't mm-hmm. dismiss it as a dumb action movie, which yeah. is my reaction to this. It's like, it would be easy to dismiss this as a dumb teen girl movie, but it's not that. It's it's higher than that.
3: Yeah, definitely. It, it was just more teen girly than my memory, mm. like, remembered, but it was still like, totally enjoyable, you know. There's just sort of that cheesy moment at the end at the dance where, like, everyone's dancing together and making yeah, out. And but I was I, like, oh, that's a
2: little, okay. Every, but every I love, movie ends that way. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly.
0: But I love People how still. they call attention to it, you know, mm-hmm. because the, the gay guy and Janice, yeah. they kiss, and they're like, whoa, what the, what were you thinking? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's very tongue-in-cheek, like, yeah, they totally. acknowledge that they're making a cliche and then making a joke about themselves. So it's very self-aware.
3: Yeah. But then they go back to the cliche and yeah. they like kiss and the camera cranes out. And I was like, oh, OK, but uh, it's still great. Like, don't get me wrong. I still love that. I think yeah. it's I think it's the ending the movie deserves. She
2: had a lot of pieces of the tiara there.
3: I know, right?
2: Yeah, it did
1: more than the sum of its parts.
3: <laughs> it kept spawning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: So there's a lot of stuff in this movie that like, all right, this is not a movie for me. And this is mm-hmm. not, you know, it's uncomfortable. It's stuff that I don't want to see. I don't want to be around these people. But it, it never weighed it down. You know, mm-hmm. it was still it was always great and sharp throughout the whole the whole thing.
3: Yeah, the humor is really what makes this film so good because there's just there's like even I don't know if you noticed, but like even the stuff when they cut to a scene and a teacher is like teaching something and they're like just talking just to have a teacher talking and then something else happens. Even what the teachers are saying are like hysterical. Like, yeah. like there's one time where they're taught, they're like in some sort of lit literature class and the teacher's like, so what you really ask is, is he just a big dumb giant? Or she says something like that where you're <laughs> like, what, what are you talking and about? And then
2: Santa walks in. It was, yeah. 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 No, what, yeah. Oh, yeah. that was the joke. It was you're a Santa joke.
3: Yeah. Uh, so it's just like, it's brilliant. Like, I love the whole, like, don't have sex or you'll die. You know, like, yes, yeah. you'll get everything. chlamydia and die. Like it's, it's so self-aware
0: of like what it's mocking, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I got fortunate and I had a real sex education, but for a lot of the country, that's what sex education is. Like don't have sex. If you have sex, all the bad
3: things will happen and you'll die. I mean, which I is- think I will tell you that is what my such sex education was. And we grew up in the same town. Like it was definitely like I got the vibe that. If I had sex, I would die. Like that is the fear they instilled in me for sure. See, yeah. uh,
2: at, uh, at not at New Tech, at the other high school, sex ed vintage uh, yeah. was was pretty effective because their sex ed teacher just went on and on about how awesome hot tub sex was and like,
0: oh my Ew. god,
2: yeah, and everybody was just like, no, stop. <laughs> well, uh,
0: no, I got like a very <laughs> clinical sex education of like std is like be safe here you go here are the symptoms like here's all the different kinds of birth control and like they're positives and negatives like mm-hmm. more than i wanted to know but i'm thankful i had a
3: reasonable education <laughs> <laughs> uh the the burn book thing totally actually happened in my elementary school what elementary, elementary? School. yeah For real. I remember it. And I'm pretty sure it was like, I want to say it was fourth or fifth grade. It was before this movie came out, I'm pretty sure. But there was a book that went around the school that had... Not just girls, but guys, too. Like, different people throughout the school in it with, like, just nasty things written on it. And people would pass it around and add to it and read what was written about them. What school did you go to? Alta Heights. Oh, the preppy bitches. (laughs) Were
0: they? I guess. I don't don't know. know. I was a lake people, so everyone was a preppy bitch compared to me.
3: (laughs) The lesbian thing happened to me, too. That someone my ex best friend spread a rumor saying that I was a lesbian because she just was angry at me. That was so common. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Like it's funny how acceptance of gay culture has changed that drastically within our lifetimes. Like that's just not that big a deal, at least on this coast of the country.
1: Yeah. There's parts of the country. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck those guys.
0: But, I mean, <laughs> this this movie would have been representative of kind of even the most liberal parts of our country. And the fact that those areas have changed since this movie was released is really cool. Like... Yeah. People just wouldn't care.
1: So, have you noticed that we have watched this movie before um, and we had a conversation about how... This was a a nugget of a good idea that was executed horribly and was tone deaf and not funny at all and just completely offensive
0: oh no, heathers
1: and if it had been executed properly, there might have been a good movie there, yeah, no. I mean I, you can't help but think like this is the good movie that Heathers could have been, yeah, had it not been so goddamn tone deaf yeah. Yeah, you know, there's a scene in this where she comes home and just talking to the parents. Were people nice? No. Did you make any friends? Yes. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. reminds me of an interaction that you know the the main character had with her parents that was supposed to be this hilarious little one liner and was not. But mm-hmm. this that was really funny and really insightful at the yeah. same time.
0: And. What I think this movie did better and differently was that the parents genuinely cared mm. about mm-hmm. the daughter. And then the daughter it kind of cared about her parents, but really was more concerned with her own life where well, it was kind of the opposite in Heather's. Like she cared about what her parents thought, but her parents didn't really care about her. So just that flip of the story is really that much more impactful. You know, like, she has this whole support system. She has all these people that love her, and she's still making bad decisions and mistakes anyway.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, the the things that this movie does right and Heather's does wrong are innumerable.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, in this specific example. Did,
1: did you notice, I I, I I'm kind of curious to go back and look at it, but the bedroom and the gigantic bed really mm-hmm. reminded me of Heather's. Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah. This used to be in my parents' room when I
2: made them trade me.
3: Yeah, That was another thing that I related to in this movie. I might (laughs) have done that.
2: (laughs) Wait, you're not supposed to
3: relate to Regina George. (laughs) Like I said, I am the first to admit that I was also a monster as a teenage girl. I'm not going to deny it. It's like a phase that we all go through i mean i definitely did that
0: i should not be talking because i had a fucking two-story bedroom growing up What? that's insane it had a A ladder to a
1: bedroom
3: yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) talk about trying to be relatable
3: yeah geez sam okay oh uh we just we lived by the lake and uh we just you know the lake in napa (laughs) <laughs>
2: yeah, they 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 just go
1: down to the resort whenever they were bored.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, we have a yacht, no backyard. Yeah.
0: When
1: I opened my bedroom door, it hit the bed.
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah, go. mine didn't. To be fair, my second story, if you will, was a finished part of the attic that was open to my bedroom. Hmm. So
2: you're not making it sound worse. Yeah, sounds okay, it wasn't.
0: Up. It was It was
2: awesome. I'm not gonna lie,
0: but it wasn't like a full fledged story. Like I couldn't stand up in the second half. Uh-huh. Uh uh-huh. huh. Uh huh. Uh huh.
3: Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: yeah. It was cool though. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Did your mom <laughs> serve you uh, fancy drinks on a platter? <laughs> no, but that would have been really fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that mom played by Amy
2: Poehler was <laughs> so just. How many of our Napa friends? had parents like that like so many really oh yeah uh, the uh not
3: the ones i the, hung out if they're with.
2: gonna drink i want it to be uh you know it uh what, the oh. in the house.
3: well <laughs> like... yeah that was kind of all of napa
2: <laughs> yeah like, no
0: i just love that juxtaposition of that line like is there alcohol in this oh god honey no what type of mother do you think i am but if you want it really i, I mean i'd rather you drink with me like <laughs> like, it's cool. Like, she knows how to be a good mom, but is so wrapped up in, like, Being trying cool. to be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we all, like, at least know somebody's parent that was like that or could relate in some way.
3: My favorite is when she's, like, doing the dance moves while yes. like, on stage doing <laughs> she's the She's supposed dance to move. be filming them,
0: and the camera's pointed at her own chest. Yeah. That's so great.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh
1: so does this... Tim Meadows look a lot like Don Cheadle? Oh, I could see
3: that. Yeah.
1: I was kind of surprised at how cut he was when he was in that tank top. Like, really? Oh, Tim Meadows? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought?
2: He did a good job in this. I laughed I at all thought his he was stuff. so good.
3: I like when he's like, yeah, I can't do this.
2: That was yeah. the most relatable part great. to, to uh, my high school experience was uh, I really? remember. Yeah. Well, I've told this story before. <laughs> Uh, the The principal at the end of the year telling our class that we were the worst class that had ever been at the school.
3: I was thinking that oh, same true. thing during that scene. I was like, this reminds me of that year that happened to us.
1: I, I really enjoyed when he grabbed the baseball bat when he had to go yeah. out. And it's just, I, I know that's from a movie where it's like, you know, the principal has to take charge and has the baseball bat i can't remember which movie it was but it's a little like the substitute i guess i
0: was gonna say is it like a prison break movie
1: (laughs) no it's one of those movies where like the inner city school and the principal has to show the tough love yeah kind of like the substitute was it (laughs) directly from the substitute
3: (laughs) no that you're you're describing the plot of the substitute
1: is that because it i mean it could be is that where you have the baseball bat
2: Wow. Wow. This is a touchstone movie for Nick now, I guess, yeah. and he doesn't even know it. Yeah.
3: Can I point something out that you guys have given me so much shit for before, and it was in this movie, and I was like, ha! <laughs> She says the term dry swallow. I'm telling you, it's a thing. I didn't make it up.
1: Nobody ever questioned whether it's a thing. It's just an icky phrase. Yeah, Yeah. it's just like the
2: shake weight is a thing. Like, it exists. Just don't use it.
0: I heard her say that, and I was like, oh, I wonder if this is where Ash first heard that phrase.
1: (laughs) So remember when we did heavyweights, and I was talking about how I'd, I'd seen something online where it was like the the scene about the fat camp and the airplane. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize it was from heavyweights, but it was kind of funny. There's this thing that, that circulates around where it's a shot of the end of Avengers, where Tony Stark pulls up in the convertible, and it just says, get in, nerds, we're doing science. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I never realized where that came from. Yep, this movie. And it's a pretty good gag.
0: I I forgot about my other favorite quote, which is, boo, you whore. Like, (laughs) I have to stop myself from saying that when somebody tells me no.
3: Yeah. (laughs) That's so good. You just love Karen. She's just so dumb and lovable. She's She's
2: like, you're not stupid. Well, actually, yes, I
3: am. (laughs) Actually, there's data proof that I'm stupid. Yeah, I I
0: thought she did an amazing job playing that character because it's easy to kind of push it too far Mm -hmm. and have it not feel believable but she's just aware enough to like really ground her but then yeah just so out of touch
1: i think you can say that of a lot of people in this movie yeah i'm watching rachel mcadams thinking this character is just gross and despicable but she shines and I could oh, see yeah. the intelligence of the performer behind the stupidity of the character
0: mm-hmm. Yep,
1: and just seeing how she deserves to be the star that she is.
0: Yep. Well, it's just like one of the most relatable things for me is that moment when Caddy gets called into the office and like blamed for the book that Regina wrote herself. Like, That has been my life. Is like always been the do-gooder, but then if anything goes wrong with anybody even touching me, like I somehow go down with the ship. Uh, It's like, wait, no, like I didn't, wait, what? uh, I think we can all kind of relate to that. Like you slip a little bit and then suddenly you feel like guilty for everyone's sins
3: all around you. No, I was the one doing the bad things and getting away with it. (laughs) That's very Catholic of you. Yeah, I I was the the mean goth in the movie. (laughs) That was me secretly pulling pranks on the uh, preppy people. Uh, I have had that experience, though, where you're, like, walking into the principal's office and you're, like, arch-nemesis- female girl you know the 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 girl at the school who's your arch nemesis walks out and you like exchange looks like oh fuck what's going on (laughs) yeah oh shit it's going down yeah crazy
0: experience like that for me was actually in middle school and all of a sudden one day like got called to the principal's office and i was like huh i wonder what's going on and like the person that called me to the office he's like do you have any idea what's going on i was like do I have to take a test or something? He's like, no, you'll you'll see what's going on. I'm like, okay. And I get there, and they hand me the slip of paper that has my name on the top, but my last name is spelled wrong, and it's a letter to my teacher saying, dear miss so-and-so, I can't remember her name, uh, if you do not give me an A, I will bring a gun to school and shoot and kill whoa, you. Whoa. whoa. Yes. And I was like, what the fuck is this letter? Oh my God. And uh, so they like searched my bag. Obviously it didn't have a gun or anything crazy. And then they were able to compare my handwriting to the handwriting on the paper. And it wasn't my handwriting. And then... It turns out that it was this girl that I went to elementary school with. And we were actually friends. Like, she was kind of an outcast. And I was her only, like, kind of friend. And she wrote my name on that paper for some reason. And tried to blame me for that. Which makes no sense at all. Did you say you used to be friends? Well, like, we were still kind of friends then. Like, the way middle school happens. Like, we didn't have a falling out. It was like... We ate lunch together a few times and then we didn't for a bit. Like nothing. We didn't have a falling out in
3: your eyes, Sam, but in uh, her eyes, she was like, Sam has left me behind. I I was just so wow. confused. I I thought my story was bad, but yours trumped it for sure. <laughs> wow. Don't don't know how we got on this or how it relates to Mean Girls, but Bitches Being be crazy. a teenage girl sucks. That's why. Yeah, that's how it really.
1: It reminds me of the. Uh, what'd you do over the summer? Eh, my carpal tunnel came back. What'd you do? I got divorced. Yeah, I win. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. yep. But I feel like we covered so much of it in the beginning, which is funny because I remembered so much of this movie. Like it really stuck with me. There was very little that I didn't remember. And Brett watched it tonight
3: like he was watching it for the first time.
2: Yeah, yeah Bryce I was came laughing home. most of the way through it.
3: Yeah, Bryce came home and he sat down and watched it with me. And at the end, he was like, I've never seen this movie before. It was great. And I was like, what? <laughs> You've never seen it?
1: Yeah, I had a weird combination of like remembering things as they unfolded. But mm. then other parts just not remembering at all. And I guess I just saw this and completely dismissed it, and it might have been an age thing.
3: hmm Yeah, that's that's the thing, is, like, I could see why it really resonated with me when I was younger. And it still does, but I, I can see how it, you know, it's totally marketed and geared towards young girls, you know? it's right. It's meant for them. Um but there's some really awesome transitions in this movie. Like one of my favorite transitions uh, is when she's giving the speech about Caesar and the uh, <laughs> Gretchen is. Yes. And the background behind her, it's totally shot on green screen, but you don't realize that it is. And the background dissolves and fades into the bathroom. And we just go right into the scene of her telling caddy all the secrets and whatnot but it's like a brilliant transition that always reminded me of um the same scene in 10 things i hate about you where julia styles is saying her poem and getting worked up the more she says her poem um there isn't that same sort of visual transition but i always love that visual transition in this movie and it always stuck with me
2: that was yeah. a great joke too it mm-hmm. <laughs> <He> just <laughs> totally kill Caesar. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I I love the way they wrote Gretchen Wieners' character. Like t- typically you're supposed to identify with the main character, which would have been Katie, but I don't know, I think there's more like relatability in Gretchen. Mm. Like always wanting to please and then somehow never being good enough even though you're trying your hardest and then like, having no transparency in why, like, the people around you don't like you. Like, it's really relatable. And she just, like, freaks out and panics. And there's nothing going on. And she makes it all up in her head. And it's totally something that I've gone through a million times. Like, even now in my adult life at work. I'm Like, oh, my God. Did somebody misread that email wrong? Did it sound bitchy and I really meant it to be nice? Oh, my God. What happened? <laughs> like, it's the worry war in all of us. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Definitely.
1: So then, what what's the deal with? Remember when we watched Lost in Space and she had the most weird, obnoxious squeaky voice?
3: Yeah, I couldn't oh, stand it. So bad.
1: Here, it's just not at all. Like she was fine. Like,
3: yeah, was that that's just why an awkward
1: age for her? What happened?
3: No, I I, I think, think it was it a out. direction thing. Yeah, I think yeah. they wanted that, and that's why. Like, I just I couldn't stand any part of the movie like that. Like her video blogging. Because yeah. I am so, so used bad. to her from this movie that I was just like, "Uh, this is wrong." I mean, not to mention her hideous haircut
0: in <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Lost in Space. Like,
1: yeah, haircut definitely. of the future.
0: Yeah, just was very over the top and crazy.
1: You know, he didn't have much, but I thought Neil Flynn, the uh, Katie's father,
3: yeah,
0: was
1: really, really good, so good,
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. You know, we've seen him as the janitor on Scrubs, and he's kind of this amazing—
3: Oh, that's where he's from. I knew he was yeah. familiar.
1: And he's he's this great character in Scrubs, but it's one note for seven seasons, as great mm-hmm. as it is. But this, it's like, oh, there's more to this guy, and I just wish he'd done more or, or hope he will do more. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's not really in a lot of stuff that I've seen. Yeah, and he's, he's got it, man.
0: I, I liked how the parents were kind of new to this whole thing, too. Like, mm-hmm. the culture
3: shock wasn't just with Katie. It was also yeah. with her parents. Yeah. Yeah. And I like how, you know, again, true to the teenage girl experience, they they show, like, you know, a mother and daughter going from being best friends to really being at each other's throats. Yeah. You know, that's such a normal part of the girl, teenage girl experience.
0: Yeah. But I like how they did it in a very, like, kid-centric way. You know, a lot of times you kind of see this from the parent perspective. And the parent's like, you've changed. Why are you being so terrible now? What happened to you? Like, Mm -hmm. none of that happens. Like, the mom is kind of surprisingly really accepting. Like, oh, she's growing. And then Katie's really just, like... It has nothing to do with her mom. It just has everything to do with her, like trying to figure out who she is and how to fit in
2: in this new world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, say the the one scene where the parents had any sort of like f- flip out was the uh, that ridiculous Santa Claus thing.
0: Oh yeah. But even they're
2: like singing that, uh, singing the song and doing the dancer team jingle bell rock. Yeah. And both of her parents are just like, what's going on? Yeah.
3: (laughs) Well, that's (laughs) not true. There's the scene where, where the mother and daughter basically have a fight. She's like eating dinner and she pulls the, she's like, are you done? Good. And she like pulls it away from her. before She's even finished. And she like yells at her for putting the vases in there and storms off. And it's, it's just totally like when I would get into arguments with my mom, you know, or if, or if we were angry at each other, it was very passive-aggressive-y and not, let's actually sit down and talk about why you're mad at me. It's just passive-aggressive, you know, like, because, again, that's just kind of part of the whole girl world thing and, like, how females would communicate, you know. Yeah. And I feel like it's changing, which is great, but that that definitely spoke to me anyway, remembering a time like that, you know.
0: yeah. I feel like Ash and I said a lot before. <laughs> yeah. Like, we almost yeah. did our post-roll before because this movie <laughs> was so fresh in our memories.
3: Yeah, right. I I remember every single yeah part of this movie for sure.
0: Oh, the one thing I did kind of forget, though, was the painting. Oh, yeah. That Janice had done that painting of everyone together. Mm-hmm. And, like, that moment hurt so much more now rewatching it mm. like oh what did you do katie no like, yeah you betrayed your one true friend one oh two true friends sorry
2: <laughs> well her Ouch. art show didn't go too well if the art went up and down in the same evening
0: it was high school nobody would leave that shit up <laughs>
3: Well, I mean, you saw the painting, Brett. It wasn't very good. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: uh. All right, so Brett, what did you think of this?
2: Man, I was laughing the entire time. This was a fantastic comedy it's It's weird because I feel I want to say there's a bunch of quotable lines like you guys were talking about. Uh, but, she
3: doesn't even go here.
1: <laughs> but see, ex-boyfriends the, are off limits. That's the rule of feminism.
3: I've got a big lesbian crush on you.
2: <laughs> yes, That's my and, I have and, a
3: wide-set vagina and a heavy <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> And this is the only uh, time any of those things will ever be said.
3: Oh no, I say the lesbian crush line all the time.
2: But I feel like I feel like a lot of these are just like fantastic one-liners. And I don't know. It's I feel like that's that's the thing that's missing from a, a lot of comedies. And uh, it marks some of my favorites, actually, is just quality one-liners. And yeah. I think it's why I liked Difficult People so much. And I don't think any of you guys ever watched that one. Uh I tried. The show? Yeah. yeah it. With, I uh, want to
3: see it. I haven't seen all of it yet. I think yeah. I started watching it, and I don't remember where I stopped. But I didn't hate it
2: it's like a f- it's a f- it's like a rhythm of comedy that you that you either
1: get into or or they're just really really mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean that that rhythm and that f- those fast one-liners <laughs> are just all over Kimmy Schmidt. Exactly. Like, yeah, Kimmy Schmidt does it well too. I watch that and I just feel so jealous that somebody wrote that.
3: <laughs> I actually feel like Kimmy Schmidt does it too much because it's like every line is a clever one-liner to the point where it's like hard for me to even follow what's going on in the conversation sometimes. Mm. And it feels a little bit like somebody's like, Oh, I'm so clever. You know, like it's, it gets in the way of the actual like narrative sometimes in my opinion. But I think the, the good one liners come from people you see who are like SNL, like they came from SNL a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, on SNL, you've got it like, that's what a lot of the comedy revolves around is, like, funny one-liners, you know, because you don't have time for for a lot of physical comedy, you know. I, that,
0: too, and, like, how they write SNL, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they have to make sure all the jokes are really timely and pop culturey. so I think a lot of SNL writers are used to writing under pressure. Yeah. So there's this very, like, snappy pace and, like... Quick-witted dialogue that I think stems from that.
3: Yeah, so I think you see that a lot from, you know, those sort of people who came up in sketch type communities.
2: Yeah, totally. Yeah. But, um, anyway, like this is definitely on on the uh, rewatchable list, and I'm sorry that we made you wait
1: <laughs> years to watch
2: it again. The-
1: Speaking of waiting, what what was it? That we were waiting on?
0: Uh tomorrow is October third. And we're Which is Mean Girls Day. Mean okay. Girls Day. Because he turns around and he asks what day is it? And she says, It's October third.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah. This is it, and is it, this. Wow. October third, he that asked me what was day it the was. Thing?
0: Yeah. And then also this time it's a Wednesday and <laughs> so they wear, wear pink, pink on Wednesday. Yep. So it's October third on a Wednesday where you wear pink.
2: Yeah, so somehow I have to get the, the for the listeners. It's Tuesday, October second, <laughs> 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 and i got less than
3: twenty four hours. To...
2: <laughs> yeah, how to get your guys's audio and edit it and upload it before it's too late tomorrow to be relevant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm I'm dumbfounded that that's the significance. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we waited this whole time. It's a very time.
1: popular internet meme, Nick.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's right? just I've actually show. seen like three or four Facebook posts from different people from different social groups about tomorrow. If you
2: if yeah. you break your Twitter fast, uh, it, it will just be gifts of this movie.
3: Daleks just announced that his yeah. the bar he works at is doing a party, and if you wear pink, you get like a discount or something.
1: <laughs> which See? Is pretty
3: great. even awesome. Daleks, he knows what's up. Daleks always knows what's up. There it is. True. So who's next? I guess Nick.
1: I mean, yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I don't think I enjoyed it on the level that some of you did. Um but yeah, I, I thought it was pretty great. Um Yeah, there there's certainly stuff that's like, all right, I'm not the audience for this. But yeah, I think I said before, it just it never felt weighed down by that. So mm-hmm. Yeah, not not my super favorite movie, but I thought it was pretty great. I, I I read a review of something else the other day that
2: has the perfect descriptor for that feeling where it's like this isn't this isn't working, but like it it still works, or it's not working for me, but it still works. And they uh, they just call it, it's not obtuse. It doesn't feel obtuse watching it. Mm-hmm. Like it's just. It, it, it all sits together very well
1: uh, even if yeah, it's, it's not your even if you're not the target demo it's like th- those are some of the best movies like any given sunday i could not be more bored bored with football but any given sunday is just a great movie it's just an undeniable great movie or field of dreams you mm-hmm. know so if you can make a movie that good about a topic that i don't give a shit about yeah. then you've made yourself a movie Yes, totally.
3: they have made a movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't really say anything.
1: <laughs> totally agree. Well, I mean, Ash and Sam, I don't know if you've got more that you want to say. of um, this this was your baby.
3: I mean, I yeah. think I think I want. I mentioned it in the beginning, but like I, I still think the Africa like um the way they use that is really great like that's where i think there was really good filmmaking like this idea like where she's like it was like the animals around the watering hole yeah. and, like seeing the teenagers like turn into animals and like attack each other and in, in that fashion is just so fitting and like the perfect metaphor absolutely that I, yeah i think it was very brilliant brilliantly done and then the fact that Again, we've, like, foreshadowed it throughout the film, and then at the end, the girls really are, like, attacking each other and whatnot. Um, yeah. Totally
0: love this movie after not seeing it for this long. Uh, oh, the other thing I forgot about was the the nipples being cut out of the shirts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that part is hilarious and surprisingly, like, a very modernist feminist thing to do of, like, my nipples are not pornographic. I'm going to cut them out of my shirt. (laughs) Hmm. Like it's really funny. And the writing, I knew the writing would be good, but I think I was surprised at how good it was. You know, like all of the dialogue, it didn't feel dated. Like the, and there are parts that are written to kind of sound dated, you know, like that's so fetch. Like that should be kind of a 2000s catchphrase. But it totally holds up, like it's But it still, just
3: never happened.
0: Yeah, I just <laughs> didn't get it to happen. I think the only thing that kind of dates this movie is the fashion, honestly. Mm. Like the Mean Girls fashion is very specific to that kind of early 2000s era.
1: Well, it's also not but, that old.
0: Yeah. Uh, wait wait wait! When did it come out? Did we talk about that? 2004. Four.
3: That's I mean, over a
0: decade what, ago. years. Yeah, fourteen years. Yeah. It's pretty old for fashion. Like, All
1: right, fair if enough. you
0: if you look at eighty five and you know two thousand, yeah, right. That's almost the same amount of time. So, very different. But yeah, I, I I really enjoyed it. I thought the characters were great, and I was a little worried that there would be some weird rapey thing in there that doesn't <laughs> hold up. Well, But, I mean, there's the, the teacher-coach thing, but the yeah. way they handled it was...
2: They definitely said, that's not okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah <laughs> and,
0: definitely. And they believed the victims, and they, like, took it seriously and did a full investigation. Like...
3: Step away you know, it from w- those girls. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> like it was handled appropriately and not in like a dismissive sort of '80s ha ha rape is funny type of way.
2: Yeah. So in a in a Heather's ha ha rape is funny kind of
0: way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah exactly. So yeah, I, I really enjoyed it, and I'm really happy to have brought it to the table, and I'm glad you all liked it too, because that would have broke my heart. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, well, thanks for watching a movie that was better than Heather's.
2: Yeah, uh, if you like this show, it's part of the Last Stash TV network content. It's this podcast and a YouTube channel that has a drinking show, (laughs) video game parodies, and a lot of other fun stuff.
3: Uh, Yeah, and uh, actually, by the time you hear this, are you releasing this tomorrow?
2: I'm releasing this tomorrow.
3: Oh, well, soon the day after you hear this, uh, the third episode of Zomcom Diaries comes out. What is Zomcom Diaries, you say? Why, it's this behind-the-scenes series that I'm doing about this project that Nick and I uh, are working on. And uh, you can go and see um, behind-the-scenes, like what was the most re- oh oh uh, episode 1 was casting yeah then there was props and then the one that is coming out this week is i walk you through how we did a stunt an axe throw stunt and how we choreographed it and storyboarded it and made it all safe so yeah check those out and have fun oh what are the other things i say <laughs> Oh, yeah. You can also follow us on Twitter. You can follow us at TV, or you can follow this podcast at Let's Rewatch, where we do fun things like tweet photos of the movie, which I totally did this time. Definitely. (laughs) Definitely remember to do that. You just didn't see it. It's not my
2: fault. Uh, oh man! Internet, come on!
3: But we also do. Uh, no, actually, I just really didn't. I didn't post a picture. <laughs> but but uh, uh, we also do polls, so sometimes you can vote and see or and choose the movie we watch.
0: Uh, and if you liked our podcast, please give us a positive review on iTunes or Google Play Music. We got an awesome five star review. From somebody who I don't know, we literally oh, can't really? look it up right this we, second. Yeah.
2: But it put us back into four and a half. Woo-hoo, so uh, thank you, finally back in the upper echelon uh, of, yeah. of uh, podcasts. Wait, yeah. look it up. Welcome back to the club.
0: Yeah, look at us, high rollers with all them stars. And it was uh, a very
2: nice review. Thank you uh, to. Whoever you were. Brett, <laughs> Hold on, I'll look it up. It. Brett
0: and Ash are looking it up.
2: Yeah, Ash is looking it up. I can't look it up.
0: And uh, yeah, make sure you tell your friends. We would love to get more subscribers.
2: I have one, one other update. Uh, this episode and. All of our uh, back catalog of episodes are now on YouTube with a really cool visualizer thing that I put together.
3: Oh, you released it?
2: Yeah. So cool. we. So now we'll be releasing these in in tandem. Uh, new episodes on uh, podcast feed, or if you like to be on YouTube more often, you can listen to us there now. And there's like a little little thing I did.
0: Yeah, they can autoplay through all of our episodes forever yeah. and, and ever.
2: Uh, it's it's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's it, it, it's weird because I tried to look it up. It's easier to Google it than it is to YouTube it because YouTube search is garbage. Uh, but Google us. Let's rewatch on YouTube and you'll find the channel.
3: <laughs> I'll I'll also put a link wow. to it on the uh, Laughstash TV channel. So if you go there, there should be a link to. I'll I'll have like a playlist of it there as well.
2: But guys, um, it took me literally <laughs> fucking months. Yeah,
3: Brett has explore. been working yeah, on this I, forever. Actually.
1: It looked so good, and then I just kind of like it fell out of my consciousness, and now yeah, I, I had to, to do like there. all
2: these custom thumbnails and and uh, you know all this photoshopping and then rendering these things. Uh, it took forever.
3: Yep. What's the channel name? Is it Let's, let's rewatch. rewatch podcast? So, just Let's Rewatch. Yeah. Just so you
0: all know what Brett went through, he actually oh, put all of our faces on screen. And gave us all little dia- animated dialogue bars to show when we're talking, and put the movie poster on each episode.
2: Yeah, well, the thing did you do you t- tags? Yeah, I did all the tag. Uh, yeah, I oh, looked cool. up all the metadata. Oh my god! It, oh, my god. Th- <laughs> it was weeks and weeks and weeks.
3: Yeah, I forced Brett to do it legit. I was like, "You got to do thumbnails. You got to." Uh, the photo of Nick is priceless. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna say that and and you you all have to go look it up
2: uh, it's, it's wonderful. I found a photo of Nick and Luna hanging out, and I cropped Luna out of it. Sorry, Luna uh-
0: <laughs> wow, <laughs> and replaced her with fire, yeah,
2: I just put Nick on flames, it looks like he's in a Burger King ad, That's but amazing. like in a good way, in like the sexiest way possible,
3: <laughs> right and
1: fire in a good way. <laughs>
3: Um, that's awesome. So I did find the review. Is it the Pippin, Pippin hot podcast?
1: Yeah. Who who loved the show? Yeah. I would assume piping hot podcast.
3: Oh yeah, (laughs) piping not Pippin. (laughs) I like really with with the the names. I like Pippin. (laughs) Yeah, it's a podcast all about Pippin (laughs) from Lord of the Rings. Uh yeah, he said a podcast bringing back movies from childhood. Yes, please, what a fantastic show. I can't wait to continue listening. The hosts have such a talent for this and each gives a very interesting and unique perspective on the movies they choose to talk about. Also, they're a great follow on Twitter and in the Pottern family community. Oh very nice. Yeah, I don't know if you guys so nice. know, but uh I run the the Twitter and I'm pretty there's like a a group of us movie podcast people that all all hang together on the internet's sweet we're tight with uh, like that our, our
0: facebook is chatter. getting
3: pretty hip and hop hot Oh, is it? On. I haven't.
0: Hip Hop uh, Yeah. Been on there for a little bit. That's good. Uh, we have a newish member whose name starts with a J, and I can't remember.
2: I, every time we announce a new member, we never know their name. We know.
0: I'm sorry. Yeah, we're Wait, great. I'll look it but up. He's posted a lot of really awesome things. He posted about Cats Don't Dance. Oh, Jamie? Is, is it Jamie? Jamie. Yeah. yeah. Which is an awesome movie from childhood. And we should totally
3: do Cats Don't Dance. We should.
0: But we should not do the skippy and the whatever, slimy and the the skippers
2: or whatever. I saw that movie.
0: Oh, it looked like a bad movie. And I was like, no way had I seen this movie. And I watched the trailer and I was like, yeah, I I saw this movie and loved it as a
2: kid. And it looks awful. What if we only ever saw the trailer?
0: No, no, I definitely (laughs) saw it as a kid at my grandma's house.
2: (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Anyway, so. thanks to all of our wonderful fans for boosting us to to better better places on online rankings and yeah, just being around and listening
3: mm-hmm. for for so many years. Hasn't it been several years now?
2: Yeah, this is year f- year four. Wow. Rude,
0: rude. Yeah, we're probably getting pretty close to our four year birthday.
2: we this. I we did this already. Yeah, I said it and never no one cared. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was like uh, that was like three episodes ago. But it, sorry, Brett,
3: I love. I you, do. Brett. I do remember you saying it, and I do remember not
2: caring. I think cause none of us liked the movie, and then I was like, "By the way, four years!" And everyone was like, "Oh, really? This is the, what we watched."
3: <laughs> this is what I've been doing with my life for four years. God.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: All right. Well, let's. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, let's uh, uh, move on. Let, let's let's uh, uh, end the show like uh, like like Jeff Goldblum. Like Jeff Goldblum. So make sure your podcast feed is up to date. Tell your friends we'll be doing this again in another two weeks for another episode of Let's Rewatch. Yeah,
2: I oh. guess it's October. So next time we're gonna watch Spookies. That
0: Spooky. doesn't sound racist at all. <laughs> oh, God, oh God! Is
1: it oh, racist? No, oh God! No. no.
3: You fucked up, Brett. <laughs>
2: Oh that was really you the up movie? real bad. No, the movie's called Spookies, but it just doesn't look racist, it just looks bad.